You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Spring football is all about developing depth refining technique, and working on fundamentals with individual players. It's not very exciting work, but it must be done. But there is one way to provide some excitement in spring football. Why not play a spring exhibition game between two teams across the country? Well, that's what Auburn coach Hugh Freeze wants to do, and now the idea is starting to gain some traction. Hello, I'm Brennan Marcello. This is the College Football Daily. It's Wednesday, April 5th. Auburn coach Hugh Freeze has long been a proponent of eliminating intra-squad scrimmages and introducing a spring game where a football program can schedule another program and conduct a game. He started bringing this up a decade ago when he was previously the head coach at Ole Miss. And again this week, he brought it up at Auburn. In some ways, it sounds like Hugh Freeze is a little frustrated himself and maybe a little bit tired of his own players hitting each other. Listen to this as Hugh Freeze explains why he wants to get rid of intra-squad spring scrimmages. The solution is allow us to scrimmage somebody on a day, another team. And I think everybody would get out of it exactly what they want. And if everybody's doing that, then, um, you know, and let's adopt a charity um, to give all the proceeds to. Let's take foster care in the state of Alabama or, or orphan care in the state of Alabama and let's all, let's Alabama play uh, Troy and we play UAB or vice versa or whoever, I don't care, or Alabama State or, or, or whoever, and people will come see that. So today I want to go through the pluses and minuses of the idea of introducing exhibition games in college football. Also going to explain quickly why it's not allowed right now, but why there might be a door opening for that to happen. In fact, through our own reporting at 24-7 Sports this week, we reached out to Troy and UAB there inside the state of Alabama, two programs that have not really been able to crack the door themselves and being able to play the big-time players in the state of Alabama, the Crimson Tide, and of course, the Auburn Tigers. In fact, only UAB has played one of those schools, and they played Auburn, and that was way back in 1996. Consider this, everybody. Alabama and Auburn have played a combined 151 games against Sunbelt and Conference USA schools, but only one game against an in-state opponent that is in those conferences. And now we're moving into an age where there are going to be four schools in the state of Alabama that are going to be in the Sun Belt or Conference USA once Jacksonville State joins Conference USA this upcoming season. And yet, Alabama and Auburn just don't play those schools very often. In fact, Alabama has not played an in-state school outside of Auburn since 1944. 
And yet Nick Saban said back in July 2002 that he is, quote, very much in favor, unquote, of scheduling a game against an HBCU school in state there, such as Alabama A&M or Alabama State. And yet that is yet to happen. Again, a lot of politics involved in this and just university approaches. Alabama doesn't want to schedule in-state schools. Auburn rarely does so, but when they do, it's usually an FCS school. But going back to this idea of spring games, Hugh Freeze would like to do it and maybe keep it regional in nature. And by that, playing in-state schools, whether it be an FCS school or a UAB, Troy, South Alabama, or a Jacksonville State. And get this, those coaches are up for it too. I talked to John Sumrall shortly after Hugh Freeze made his comments. Sumrall is the coach at Troy, which they just won the Sunbelt Championship in 2022. And he said he's up for playing it. In fact, I asked him, hey, if Auburn reached out to you today and said, in one week, we want to play an exhibition game, would you be up for it? And he said, yes, we would play that game. Of course, they can't play that game because college football rules don't allow it. But consider this, Division II in the NCAA back in January actually just approved a proposal to start allowing spring games to be played against another team starting in the spring of 2024. There are parameters around that, of course, one being that they cannot play that game until after their 10th spring practice. As it stands now, a lot of you know this, spring practices are 15 days. So you get 14 practices and then at one spring scrimmage. I think right now as it stands, you get three scrimmages to spread out in those 15 allotted days. So you could practice 15 times if you want to. You could practice 12 times and have three scrimmages, any combination of all the above, but you cannot go over three scrimmages during the spring. And of course, those are intra-squad. So to get a team versus team scrimmage going across college football, that would need to be approved by the NCAA. And to get that momentum going, I think it's got to start with the coaches from the AFCA level, and then it's got to move up this, the chain of command. And so the earliest you could see anything like this happen would probably be the spring of 2025. But again, this is not something that's gained a lot of traction in recent years. In fact, as I said, Hugh Freeze has brought this up almost a decade ago at Ole Miss. They've discussed this in conference meetings across the country. I know in the SEC they have here in the last couple of years. But it's nothing that's really ever gained traction because it's not really a pressing issue. And for that matter, even John Sumrall, Troy's coach, who I talked to for quite some time about this topic, yeah, he's open to the idea of doing a spring exhibition game, but at what cost? Here's the issue. Here's the minuses to this situation. Would coaches treat this spring game as almost like a real game, an opportunity to go beat a higher level opponent or a higher level opponent on the other side thinking, hey, we don't want to be upset and have to deal with an entire offseason of ridicule on message boards, sports talk radio, and of course, in newspapers and on websites across the country. So at that point, you're taking a 15-day period there of practices, and you're really boiling that down to two weeks of just preparation for a game instead of working on fundamentals with new players on campuses and figuring out your depth chart. Of course, coaches are ultra competitive, so some out there would utilize these spring practices as more or less a preseason camp going into a first game, and that first game being the only game in a spring scrimmage against another team. On the other hand, John Summerall told me, why not do what the NFL does and bringing two teams together and allowing them to have a joint practice session like they do in preseason camp in August in the NFL? 
A lot of NFL teams do that. You don't have to do it. It's not mandatory, but most of them do do it. And if you were to do that in college football, you could still invite fans in. You could charge admission. And as Hugh Freeze mentioned, he would like to give all the admission proceeds to some type of charity in the state. What this would do more than just making money, of course, which, of course, they could put this on TV if they wanted to on the ACC network, SEC network, Big Ten network, Pac-12 network. More than that, it would drum up some interest in the sport in the spring. Really, only the hardcore fans are obsessed and follow spring football practices because, again, it's all about trying to figure out how the newcomers fit into the fold, figuring out strengths and weaknesses of players, maybe moving some players around from position to position, and developing depth. Rarely do you see a quarterback battle get settled or a team come together and you go, you know what, that team that we thought was going to be like a three-win team, maybe it will be an eight-win team. Rarely are you able to come out of a spring and actually say that. And the coaches and the players who say they feel that way are probably just trying to lie to themselves and convince themselves otherwise. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer ixl learning is an online learning program for kids it covers math language arts science and social studies ixl is designed this program will improve your kids grades studies done in almost every state in the country the kids who had ixl are consistently doing better powered by advanced algorithms ixl gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality and it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Spring football, in a lot of ways, guys, and I hate to say this, is rather boring. But if we 
implement spring games. Could you imagine the fervor it would create in mid-April when March Madness has ended and the spring games are starting to be played on Saturdays in beautiful stadiums across the country in spring weather, the perfect weather. Can you imagine an Alabama playing a Troy or an Alabama playing a UAB, a Clemson playing heck? Why not South Carolina in the spring? Why not USC facing off against Cal, a former conference mate in the Pac-12 here soon? Why not have Utah going up against BYU? Maybe just do rivalry games for that matter. Or, as Hugh Freeze mentioned, face off against some FCS teams. Or, hey, how about this? Do what they do in high school. Maybe do a scrimmage of sorts in the spring or in preseason, but maybe you just do a jamboree event where you bring in four teams and they all kind of rotate against each other. So your offense gets to go against those three other defenses and vice versa. You don't play a full game, so to speak, and you don't keep score, which again, this was all be about bragging rights and scoreboard watching. And maybe a way to do away with that is one, either to do the joint practice sessions, as I mentioned, where you could put players through situational you know, battles on the field, whether it's one-on-one work or seven-on-seven or 11-on-11 uh, in the red zone, near midfield, third downs and everything. Or you do a jamboree where your offense goes against three different defenses and there's not really a score being kept. And maybe you only get one or two drives against that defense. So for that matter, you don't have to worry if you're in Alabama about being quote-unquote upset by a Troy or a UAB. But again, that's the pride concern. Why do we know that? Because these big programs are not afraid to play the smaller in-state programs and other sports. In fact, on the same day I talked to John Summerall at Troy about all of this, their baseball team at Troy was set to play Alabama that night. And yet Alabama has never played Troy in football. This is all about pride. It's all about not trying to open that door and maybe allow them to creep in or to hurt recruiting at these other programs. You know, I grew up and I currently live in the state of Arkansas. And for the longest time, the University of Arkansas refused to play Arkansas State. They felt like it would crumble away at maybe potentially at the fan base. Arkansas wanted to be the statewide school. They don't want to split that at all with Arkansas State. But recently, they stepped back a little bit and have decided to start scheduling Arkansas State, one in other sports, but also in football for the first time. So time changes things. And I would say this, too, when we talk about the in-state situation, about doing regional games potentially in the spring, and for that matter, maybe one day Auburn and Alabama being more willing to schedule in-state FBS programs, the big programs with the bigger recruiting budgets, the bigger budgets overall in their athletic departments are the ones that will be better in the long term and will continue to win. Just because you lose to a Troy or a UAB maybe once out of every five years or once every 10 years doesn't mean it's going to hurt you even in the short term, let alone the long term. Look no further than Alabama in 2007 when it played Louisiana Monroe and lost in Nick Saban's first year. That didn't hurt them in the long run. Alabama is on a run for the ages. Nick Saban is, in my opinion, the greatest college football coach of all time. And he's done it at Alabama and at LSU, and he's done it in spite of losing to a Louisiana Monroe. It would not hurt these programs in the long run, and for that matter, I don't think it would hurt them in the short term because, again, the big boys win because they've got the money in recruiting. And Troy coach John Summerall said the same. 
Meanwhile, UAB coach Trent Dilfer, absolutely in favor of this. A quote I saw from The Athletic and a friend's there saying that he would drive a bus up today to go play Alabama if they wanted to do it. No doubt they would. No doubt Troy would. No doubt Jacksonville State would. No doubt a lot of programs would be open to this idea. And again, why not do it? For the fan base's sake, and then also for the coaches and the players to get a better feel about themselves and where they stand heading out of spring practices. These teams, these players get sick and tired of hitting each other and watching film over and over and over again of them facing the same guys day after day after day after day in spring practices. You break up that monotony, whether through a practice session with another team, a jamboree, or a straight-up spring game exhibition. There would be a lot of excitement from the fan perspective, but coaches will get a lot more out of it from the film. They would be able to break things down, see how they face off against different types of competition, and rotate. Also, different situational work. Because again, you're going offense against defense in your inter-squad scrimmage. You know what they're running. You know what they're doing. Not the case if you have a spring game. You don't know what the other coach on the other sideline is going to be running. You don't necessarily even know what type of personnel he's going to put out there. But again, will it happen? Someone with a big voice, and for that matter, several coaches with large voices are going to have to make a stink about this. They're going to have to bring it up on the conference level. But I think really the genesis for all this, if it's going to be done, has to come from the AFCA convention and when they all get together and meet. Someone's got to bring it up and make it a big talking point. And again, I think you look at the Division Two model right now. Why are they going to this model of starting to allow spring games in the spring of 2024? Research it. Look at it from that standpoint. See if you could translate that to the FCS and FBS levels. And again, this could be a moneymaker, not just from charging admission in the stands and tailgating and concessions and all that. And for that matter, maybe paying these smaller schools, whether it's FCS or group of five, to come play on your campus, but also television. Look across the landscape this spring, in fact. The only spring scrimmage that is on the main ESPN network this spring is Colorado. And why is that? Because it's a spectacle. Deion Sanders is in town. They're not going to be doing anything really substantial offensively or defensively to kind of like blow the roof off the place. It's an inter-squad game, but it's a spectacle because of Deion Sanders and the excitement of all of that. A fan base renewed, hope renewed for the Buffaloes. But that's the only game that's really getting a lot of attention on the ESPN network. Now, could you imagine Ohio State playing Toledo in the spring? That would certainly garner eyes on the Big Ten Network or ESPN or ESPN2. And for that matter, you could put that part of your TV package if you're the Big Ten and raise the price a little bit more for those gigantic paydays they're getting. And for that matter, it helps the MAC. It helps Mountain West. It helps FCS programs. This could be a win-win. And also consider Hugh Freeze and saying this will cut down on injuries just from the fact of the matter that you're not having 22 of your own players on the field at the same time going offense against defense. You're only going to have 11 players on the field at one time going against the other opponent's defense for that one game. So it just makes a lot of sense. But there needs to be some big voices in the room to really get this going. And I think it's got to start on the AFCA level. Fascinating discussion. And this seems to come up every couple of years, but it goes nowhere. We'll see 
if that changes now that you're actually hearing Hugh Freeze, a Power 5 head coach, say, hey, I'd like to do this, and a coach inside his own state saying, hey, let's do it. I'd love to do it. We'll see. For our producer, Lance Glenn, I'm Brandon Marcello. This is the College Football Daily. We'll see you down the road. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.